Hello and welcome to All Things Plantagenet. My name is Donnie Hazel and I am your host. To all my original listeners, welcome back. To all my new listeners, welcome. If you enjoy the podcast and wish to support this show, you can help support it by clicking on the support link in the description of any episode. I have also created a website, www.allthingsplantagenet.com where you can find additional information and resources, as well as the episodes for this podcast. There is also a link on the website to the Facebook page for All Things Plantagenet. Okay, so now on to the show. Lord, are you sure you're not laughing at me? It all seems far too easy. It is a bishop's duty to pass judgment, to interpret, to consecrate, to ordain, to offer sacrifice, to baptize, and to confirm. Let us pray, beloved brethren, that the goodness of Almighty God, providing for the well-being of his church, may bestow upon this bishop-elect the abundance of his grace through Christ our Lord. Amen. May these hands be anointed with hallowed oil with the chrism that sanctifies, even as Samuel anointed David, king and prophet. So may these hands be anointed and consecrated. Take this ring token of the pledged word. Yours it is, dowered with unshakable fidelity, to preserve and guard in unblemished honor God's bride, Holy Church. of this bishop and champion of thine, I put the helmet of defense and salvation, that with forehead thus adorned, head armed with the horns of both testaments, he may appear fearsome to the enemies of truth. Sit nomen Domini Benedictum. Adjutorium nostrum in nomine Domini. Benedicat vos omnipotens Deus. Pater, et filius. Et Spiritus Sanctus. Amen. 
Grace will receive you here. It isn't every day that a Saxon monk has an audience with an archbishop. Open your eyes. You'll kiss his ring and show respect for his grace, or you'll get my foot on your backside. You're welcome to Canterbury. Kneel to his grace. I see our young brother is quite unchanged. Has he been troublesome to his abbot? Stubborn as a mule, my lord. Father Abbot tried kindness, but in the end had to have recourse to bread and water and even to the whip. Nothing has any effect. Except for a good kick in the rump, if your grace will pardon the expression. Stand up straight. Pay attention to your brother. As a rule, the sin of pride stiffens a man's back. Look me in the face. Look me in the face. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? I see. Now, brothers, we relieve you for today from your rule of abstinence. Go to our kitchen before you depart, and I hope you do justice to our cuisine. And this one? We will keep him here with us. He's vicious, Your Grace. We are not afraid. Well, now, wouldn't you rather have a Saxon archbishop than a Norman one? I hope I won't regret sending for you. Why did you? I'm not sure. Perhaps in a young, intemperate way, yours is a voice that is good for me to hear. Then why? But please, not too often and not too loud, Brother John. You betrayed your Saxon race. Now you betray God. Perhaps you will succeed in teaching me humility. It's a virtue I've never really mastered. Enter. Bishop Folliot has just arrived from London. He wishes to speak to you urgently. Well, my Lord Bishop, what is it? But your grace, you may speak freely. Brother John is in our confidence. What is it? Your grace, I have a most serious matter to report which requires your immediate intervention. Proceed. A parish priest in Lord Gilbert's domain, who was accused of debauching a young girl, has been seized by his lordship's soldiers and dragged before the civil courts. Is the priest guilty? That is immaterial. As a consecrated minister of God, he can only be tried by our ecclesiastical courts. You must demand his release into church custody immediately. The principle is a vital one. Does the king know of this? He knows, but he turns a deaf ear. Lord Gilbert is his friend. I am also a friend of King Henry's. As Chancellor, you are his friend. But I wear the mitre now. You also wear the great seal of England, and I warned you, you could never do so honorably. It is fortunate that I do. I will plead our case to the King. I did not come here to ask you to plead a case. I'm asking you to defend a principle, and you'd better do so quickly. Your Grace. Thank you for your warning. We appreciate your efforts to chart the course you would naturally have followed had you become Archbishop. At least, Your Grace, I could never have been accused of divided loyalties. Should I go now? Can I go? No. See who's outside. Uh, this is Brother Philip, Your Grace. He's come with a message for the Bishop of London. I told him he just left, but now he insists on seeing you. Your Grace, I wouldn't have dreamed of disturbing you, but... You are disturbed, Brother Philip. What is it? I believe my Lord Bishop of London came to you to demand the custody of the accused priest. Yes. The priest is dead. Dead? 
Yes. He tried to escape, but Lord Gilbert's soldiers caught him and, in the presence of his lordship, killed him. seeking my comfort and pleasure. I gave my love, such as it was, elsewhere, putting service to my earthly king before my duty to you. But now, they have made me the shepherd of your flock and guardian of your church. Please, Lord, teach me now how to serve you with all my heart to know at last what it really is to love, to adore, so that I may worthily administer your kingdom here upon earth and find my true honor in observing your divine will. Please, Lord, make me worthy. creature of extremes, aren't you, Brother John? Get up. Forgive me. I didn't know. I never realized. Nor did I. Get up. You were very good at admonishing an archbishop. You think you could talk to a king? Yes. Good. Then you will memorize what I write. Henry. Henry. What is it, mother? Why do you keep gazing out of the window? Beckett won't come, you know. He's much too busy giving money to the poor. And fitting sandals on beggars. I never liked him as an adventurer, but now that he puts on the airs of a saint, he certainly keeps himself in splendid isolation since you made him archbishop. He's in retreat. It's part of the ritual. Anyway, I don't need to be reassured by his presence. He's my friend. Nor's the pity. He has a strange way of showing gratitude. Your friend? You mean you went to the whorehouses together? It was he who lured you away from the duties you owe to me. Madam, in matters of debauchery, it was I who lured him. And I didn't need anyone to lure me away from the duties I owe you. I made you four children very conscientiously. Thank the Lord, my duty is done. I pray heaven he stays away from you. When you realize how he has used you, you may appreciate the joys of family life again. 
The joys of family life are limited, madam. To be perfectly frank, you bore me! You and your everlasting backbiting! Stop this! And this eternal tutting of yours! In God's name, how long does it take to make a tapestry? And it's mediocre beyond belief! One performs according to one's gifts. Yes. One of you. Henry the Third. Not yet, sir! Number two is in the best of health! A fine way you bring up your children, madam. Do you see yourself as regent already? No wonder I shun your bet. It's not amusing to make love with one's own widow. Who's that? A messenger. From Canterbury. If you can spare the time from bullying your children. Messenger. Is your master ill? No, Your Highness. I have a message from His Grace. Message? These are Beckett's words. Whereas men-at-arms of the Lord Gilbert, under his orders and in his presence, have seized and killed a priest of the church, I, Beckett, Archbishop of Canterbury, Primate of England, do now ask that your highness, in accordance with the Lord of the realm, apprehend Lord Gilbert and charge him with a crime of murder. Well, my son, now you have heard from your friend. Get out! Get out, both of you! Take your royal vermin with you! Highness, is there a reply for the Archbishop? Your Grace. Yeah? The King is here. Are you certain? He came mounted and alone, but I'm sure it's he. send a messenger. Canterbury's only five hours from London. I've just written it in four. I'm frozen stiff. Would you like some wine? No. Give me a reason. Why did you send a messenger? What answer did you give him? You've arrived here before he has. Uh, I detect the old devious Beckett here. What game are you playing, Thomas? No game, my prince. Lord Gilbert murdered a priest. I want the guilty punished. The guilty of what? This priest was a scandal to his parish. That was never proved. Gilbert should have handed the accused over to the church for process of law. If guilty, we would have determined his punishment. I am the law! Gilbert had recourse to me. I gave him leave to arrest this priest. I cannot allow any of my clergy to be thrown into prison and tried by the civil authorities. Neither can I stand by and let my priests be murdered. You, you can't allow, you can't stand by. Are you taking yourself seriously as Archbishop? I am the Archbishop, my prince. By my grace! Are you demented, you're Chancellor of England, you're mine. I'm also the Archbishop, and you have introduced me to deeper obligations. And if I won't charge Gilbert? I can't force you. But there is always a final judgment beyond the King's justice. Oh, that. Lord Gilbert will face his fate on the Day of Judgment, as we all will. I'm sure he'll have a great deal more to answer for than killing a felonious priest. Lord Gilbert will come to that judgment already damned, sire. I intend to excommunicate him. 
You are demented. Don't you understand that when you attack my nobles, you attack me, and when you attack me, you attack England? There is more to England than the crown. You must learn to face that eventually, my prince. Damn you! Don't lecture me! You once told me you didn't know what honor was, and I laughed at you. But now to betray me, to challenge my power. I do not seek power, my prince. It is only that I finally discovered a real honor to defend. Whose honor? Whose honor is greater than the king's? The honor of God. give the lions of England back to me. Like a little boy who doesn't want to play anymore. I would have gone to war with all England's might behind me and even against England's interests to defend you, Thomas. I would have given away my life laughingly for you. Only I loved you and you didn't love me. That's the difference. Stay away. But thank you for this last gift as you desert me. Now I shall learn to be alone. Bishop, I wish to confess. The king has his own confessor. It is an important court prerogative. Don't be nervous, Bishop. I'm not asking for absolution. I have something far worse than a sin on my conscience. A mistake. A crass mistake. I ordered you to vote for Beckett in the election at Canterbury. I repent of it. I bowed beneath the royal hand. Very reluctantly, I know. I'm told this compromise with your conscience made you seriously ill afterwards. God cured me. Very good of him. You wear his uniform and have his ear. He's let me fall ill without lifting a finger. And I must cure myself. I did not know. I this. have the archbishop on my stomach. A big, hard lump. I shall have to vomit back. I think you are a man one can talk to, Bishop. I believe I misjudged you. Friendship blinded me. Is the King's friendship for Thomas Beckett dead, Your Highness? Yes, Bishop, it died quite suddenly, a sort of heart failure. A curious phenomenon, Your Highness, but quite frequent. I hate Beckett now. I hate him as much as you are jealous of him. He's like an animal tearing my guts. I can't bear it anymore. I shall have to turn it loose on him. But I am the king, and my office stands in my way. I need someone to help me. My only interest is for the church. Oh, come, Bishop. We're alone, and the church is empty. The church is never empty. The little red lamp burns in the chapel, signifying God's presence in the tabernacle. <laughs> Do you take me for one of your sheep, holy pastor? 
I like playing games, but only with boys of my own age. The one for whom that little red lamp burns is seen into your innermost heart and mine a long time ago. Of my hatred of Thomas Beckett and your envy of him. He knows all there is to know. Strange. I'd always taken your highness for a perennial adolescent who cared only for his pleasures. One can be wrong about people, Bishop. I made the same mistake. Now, if it could be proved that Beckett had committed some gross impropriety as Chancellor, say, embezzlement, what would the church do? If that were established, I say if, the bishops could legally dissolve their allegiance to him pending their report to the Pope. And beyond that? You, you would go beyond that. The whole way? In his guilt, if he were found guilty, he would then be charged under canon law. And the penalty? That would be for your majesty to decide. Thomas, you love him, don't you? You still love him, that imposter, that Saxon gutter snipe, that muttered hog. Hold your tongue, priest. All I confided to you was my hate, not my love. For England's sake, you'll help me get rid of him. But don't ever insult him to my face. He will be accused. And you will play your proper part. According to law, I would spit if I were not in God's house. My brothers, as you have been told, your presence here is voluntary. If any of you have second thoughts, you may retire now. Thank you for attending us. expect to see you at Canterbury. You still disagree with my decision? Your Grace, can nothing persuade you to delay? Oh, yes. The King's arrest of Lord Gilbert on the charge of sacrilegious murder. There will be an arrest, but not Lord Gilbert's. The Sheriff of London is waiting in the sacristy. He has orders to summon you before the King's Grand Justicer the instant you pronounce the excommunication. Curious. On what charge? Embezzlement. King finds that there are large sums of money missing from the treasury during your administration as chancellor. How much? 40,000 pounds in fine gold. <laughs> there was never that much gold in the whole treasury. I beg of you, do not do this. You will strike a blow that will split church and state for a generation. If I do not strike it now, the church, as we know it, will not survive a generation. God will see that it survives. No. The kingdom of God must be defended like any other kingdom. Gentlemen, it is a supreme irony that the worldly Beckett, the profligate and libertine, should find himself standing here at this moment. But here he is, in spite of himself. But the king, for good or ill, chose to pass the burden of the church onto me, and now I must carry it. I've rolled up my sleeves and taken the church on my back. Nothing will ever make me set it down again. Now, Lord, if you will forgive me,
Lord Gilbert, Baron of England by the grace of His Majesty King Henry II, seized upon the person of a priest of the Holy Church and unlawfully did hold him in custody. Furthermore, in the presence of Lord Gilbert and by his command, his men seized upon this priest when he tried to escape and put him to death. This is the sin of murder and sacrilege. In that, Lord Gilbert has rendered no act of contrition or repentance and is at the moment at liberty in the land. We do here and now separate him from the precious body and blood of Christ and from the society of all Christians. We exclude him from our Holy Mother Church and all her sacraments in heaven or on earth. We declare him excommunicate and anathema. We cast him into the outer darkness. We judge him damned with the devil and his fallen angels and all the reprobate to eternal fire and everlasting pain. Sheriff of London, I am commanded to summon you, Thomas Beckett, to the King's Court on the charges herein set forth and stamped with the King's seal. in the human balance. Traitor that he is, and naked as his mother made him, he's worth a hundred of you, madam, with your crown and your jewels and your august uncle, the emperor, into the bargain. I'm forced to fight him now and crush him. But at least he gave me with open hands everything that is at all good in me. And you have never given me anything but your carping mediocrity and your everlasting obsession with your puny little person and what you thought was due to it. That's why I forbid you to smile while Beckett is being destroyed. I gave you my youth, gave you your children. I don't like my children. And as for your youth, that withered flower, pressed between the pages of a hymn book since you were 12 years old with its watery blood and stale insipid scent, you can bid farewell to that without a tear. Your body, was an empty desert, madam, which duty forced me to wander in alone. But you have never been a wife to me. And Beckett was my friend, red-blooded, generous, and full of strength. Oh, my Thomas. And I, I have given you nothing, I suppose. Life, yes, thank you. But after that, I never saw you except in a passageway on your way to a ball or in your crown and ermine mantle ten minutes before official ceremonies when you were forced to tolerate my presence. 
No! No one on this earth has ever loved me, except Beckett. Call him back then. Absolve him if he loves you. Give him back his power, but do something. I am. I'm learning to be alone. By the authority granted me, I, Robert de Beaumont, servant of the crown, do now before this council charge Thomas Beckett with the crimes of... Robert. I charge you, Thomas Beckett. Robert de Beaumont, hear me for the sake of your soul, which is in the gravest danger. All in this assembly know how faithfully I've served my lord, the king. It was he who willed that I be archbishop and it was for love of him alone that I accepted. I'm innocent of any wrongdoing in my administration of the king's treasury as chancellor or at any other time. I therefore refuse to plead to these trumped-up charges. I will be judged by the Pope alone, to whom before you all I now appeal and place myself and my church under his protection. As head of the Church of England and as your spiritual father, I forbid you to pass judgment on me. I command you and all who would charge me to hold your peace on pain of endangering your immortal souls. Well played, Thomas. Carry this off indefinitely, you fool! We are all God's fools, my lord. Beckett! You are a liar! You are a traitor! Sheath your sword, Morville, before you impale your soul upon it. surrounded by fools. Beckett is the only intelligent man in my kingdom and he's against me. <laughs> your Highness, it was impossible. Shut to... up. Get to your feet. Did you hear him? He appeals to the Pope. If he gains the Pope's ear, Bishop, we may find the entire kingdom under papal interdict. I could be excommunicated myself. But, Your Highness, I do not think that... I want no more thinking! Beckett must not cross the Channel. King Louis of France would be the first to help him get to the Pope. The Archbishop must not leave England. See to it. From now on, Bishop, it is total war.
my French knight takes your English bishop. Your Majesty's adroit. Pardon, sir. Too snug. Why do all tailors want to strangle one's armpits? Your Majesty, the English ambassadors extraordinary insist that I convey their compliments. They've already done that. I'll see them when I'm ready. That's my job. They wish respectfully, sir, to call your attention to the fact that they have been waiting for three days. Let them wait. That's their job. Ambassadors are paid to pace about in anterooms, especially in these times of uneasy peace. They have an urgent communication from Henry of England, sir. King of England and his ambassadors can drown themselves in what they are impertinent enough to call their English channel. <laughs> but, Your Majesty, the extradition of a criminal is a courtesy due from one crowned head to another. My dear man, crowned heads are free to play the little game of courtesy, but nations owe one another none. Oh. All right, show them in, show them in. Now, you may stay. The ambassadors can share our attention with our tailor. It will demonstrate to the English their exact social status at our court. May I be permitted to present to Your Majesty the two envoys extraordinary from His Highness Henry of England, His Grace the Bishop of London, and Robert de Beaumont, Duke of Leicester. Welcome, my lords. Fresh from England, how is our good King Henry? He was well, Your Majesty, when we left him two weeks ago. Two weeks to cross the Channel? Gentlemen, we have been waiting upon your majesty for three days. Why was I not informed? Giraud. Your, your majesty. You see what I have to contend with. But perhaps I can make it up to you. Would you permit me to furnish you with some French garments made by our craftsmen here? It will only take two weeks. We thank your majesty, but we have urgent business in Rome. Too bad. Well, uh, is there anything else I can do for you? I wish to deliver a message from Henry, King of England, to his friend Louis, King of the French. We are all ears. He wishes you to oh, know just that... one moment. Yes, do continue. He wishes you to know that Thomas Becket, Archbishop of Canterbury, has been found guilty of treason and has forthwith fled his kingdom. He therefore entreats you not to allow this criminal to reside within your territories nor to permit any of your vassals to give counsel or support to him. He solemnly declares that your enemies would receive none from him, nor from his subjects. Henry, King of England, Duke of Normandy. Gentlemen, we have listened most attentively to your sovereign's gracious request, and we shall shortly be drafting a formal reply to it. In the meantime, however, we can only express our astonishment. No news has reached us of the Archbishop of Canterbury's presence in our domains. But, sire, we have word that he is in your domains. He's taken refuge in the Abbey of Samata. My Lord Bishop, we flatter ourselves there is some order in our kingdom. If he were there, we should most certainly have been informed. Bring in Thomas Beckett. Thomas Beckett and greet us as the primate of England. The bar would have been enough. And if I know my etiquette, you were entitled to a slight nod of the head from me. That's done. I might also be required to kiss the ring if this visit were an official one, but I am under the impression that it isn't. No, sir. I'm only in exile. That too is an important title in France. I'm told you are a dangerous one. I'm afraid so, sir. How delightful. Shall we discuss it in private? We enjoy danger, Beckett. It keeps us alive. Do you value candor? I do, sire. Then let me tell you that were you a French bishop, I might have clapped you into prison myself. For the moment, however, we are pleased to grant you our royal protection. 
I humbly thank you, Your Majesty, but I'm bound to tell you that I cannot buy your favor with any act hostile to my country. You do us an injustice. That was understood. I believe that in the past, however, you have been no stranger to the art of political maneuver. That is true, sire. Well, speaking frankly, you suit our purpose in our chess game. England is splitting into the Henry camp and the Beckett camp, and that suits us admirably. We ask nothing further of you, but there is always a but, as I'm sure you are aware. I am aware. I am responsible only for France's interest, Beckett. Unfortunately, I cannot afford to shoulder those of heaven as well. For the moment, it suits me to shelter any fugitive from Henry's court. His recent impertinence in claiming and capturing some of our frontier towns must be well known to you, Thomas, since you more than distinguished yourself in several of these engagements. In a month or so, however, my dealings with Henry may require a different tactic. I might even be obliged to ask you to leave France. I hope to have a solution to such a dilemma. Oh? I intend to go on to Rome to put my case before the Holy Father, if you will give me safe conduct. You shall have it, of course. You're the ideal guest. But might I be permitted to give you a word of advice? I would appreciate it. The Pope is a most holy man, but like so many lofty personages, he is surrounded by men of a somewhat inferior stamp. They need money. And King Henry might be willing to provide it. Keep your eyes open. I will. But permit me to show you my aviary. That man Beckett smacks of too much sincerity. Practice it is most disconcerting. Fiddlesticks. Sincerity is a form of strategy just like any other. In a pinch, I have been known to use it myself. The trouble is, if your opponent starts being sincere at the same time you do, then the game becomes horribly confusing. Shh. No, 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 Zambelli. I don't agree. It is impossible. If we take the money from King Henry, I cannot possibly receive Beckett. Receive the money from the king, very holy father, and receive the archbishop too. The one will neutralize the other. You know what they say Beckett is going to ask me. No, Holy Father. Zambelli, don't play the fox with me. It was you who told me. I beg your pardon, Holy Father. I had forgotten. Or rather, as Your Holiness asked me the question, I thought you had forgotten. And so I took a chance and... Uh... Zambelli, if you start out maneuvering yourself to no purpose, we'll be here all night. Well, bring him in. His Holiness will receive you now. Sorry to be importunate, Your Holiness, but time is running out, and my cause concerns the very life of the Church in England. I know, I know, and your cause is worthy. But uh, nevertheless, Beckett, the Church must seek to exist peacefully within the framework of the state. 
I sought that with desperation, Your Holiness. Precisely, Beckett. You are new to God's service. And perhaps for that reason you were somewhat hot-headed and intemperate in your methods. You have proved your moral worth. But you have also split the church in England into two parties. And that is regrettable. Holy Father, I fear this may be true. It has given me much agony. If I'm guilty, if my judgment was wrong, then I am most sincerely repentant. Unfortunately, that doesn't solve the problem. Holy Father, relieve me of the title of Archbishop. Let me be an ordinary priest. Right, done. Zambelli. Why do you request this? Then Your Holiness could make a free and open decision. The protection of my position as head of the English Church may prove an embarrassment. I would like to relieve you of it. No. That would mean our total surrender to the state. You will maintain your status as Archbishop, but you will, for the present, maintain it in a monastic retreat. Where do you wish us to send you? To the Abbey of Saint-Martin in France. I ask only that my former servant, Brother John, be allowed to accompany me. Of course. God grant you peace, Thomas Beckett. Man is obviously an abyss of ambition. How long a retreat? A very long retreat. I wouldn't count on it. Wait till he tastes the food at the monastery. Concerned, Your Grace. Is something wrong? No, Brother John. You are unhappy here. No, perhaps I'm too happy. Can I help? No. Only God can help. simplicity of spirit? Is it a path to bring me nearer to you? Or is it too easy a way, perhaps even a luxury? path to holiness in this monastery is too effortless. I think it would be too easy to buy you like this. pleased you to make me Archbishop and to set me like a solitary pawn face to face with the king on the chessboard. I think you mean me to defend your honor peacefully if I can with argument and with compromise. And if I cannot, then with the full challenge of my office and the soaring force of what I know to be right. So, I shall take up the mitre again, and the golden cope, and the great 
silver cross. And I shall go back and fight with the weapons it has pleased you to give me. For the rest, thy will be done. Thomas, your king awaits you. I'm glad you weren't born on this side of the channel, Thomas. You'd have been a thorn in my side, too. How did you bewitch me into doing this for you? I convinced you that if the king and I are reconciled, he will be placed in your debt. True. Why does he hate you, sir? He's never forgiven me for preferring God to him. Go, Thomas. You know, it's a strange thing, but Beckett's safety has become quite dear to me. Prince. You cold? I'm frozen stiff. Chill blames are killing me. You love it, of course. You're in your element, aren't you? Just that monk's habit. I always told you one must fight the cold with the cold's weapons. Strip yourself naked every morning and splash, splash yourself, yourself with, with cold, cold water. Thank you for listening to this episode of All Things Plantagenet. Remember, we also have a website, www.allthingsplantagenet.com, where you can find additional information and resources, as well as the other episodes. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.